Welcome to the one and only The Ken Burns Show. Thank you so much for tuning in right here on the BMG Network. I always appreciate you checking out the show and checking out the BMG Network at thebmgnetwork.com. Now, we have a lot of stories to get to. A lot of things are happening, obviously. We thought we were through, and we knew we weren't going to be through with the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict. Uh, Many things are coming up with that. Now, interestingly enough... um, (laughs) After this all happened, as I said, we all knew, and obviously the left is up in arms about this, and that is because they are so infuriated that the justice system worked in the way that it should and didn't go in their favor because, let's face it, they do not like guns, and they don't like guns being in the hands of anybody other than uh, people who are maybe protecting us, the military, etc., and they want to disarm the public, which we can get to at another time because I'm not going to talk about the whole thing. I, I mentioned Hochul in the last episode, and obviously she's uh, huge in trying to crack down on any, you know, quote-unquote ghost guns, which, by the way, in New York especially, one of the reasons why that's happening so much is because the when the Safe Safe Act came along and um, everybody started getting less rights as far as their gun rights go, what did they do? They started making their own because this has been an ongoing thing for a very long time. Uh, I'm not saying that it started in the Obama administration, but it surely really amped up and has ever since. Uh, We had four years without that under Trump, but now it's back in a big way. And now Rittenhouse is their, um, in in the left's uh, arena, is their kind of poster person for showing why we shouldn't have guns. Now, on, on the right, obviously, it's saying why we should have guns because we know, as they, you hear the statement all the time, a good guy with a gun takes out the bad guy with a gun. That's how you take care of those things. And if it's not a gun, somebody really wants to do some damage, they'll find another way. We've seen people plow through, and there's a story recently, people plow through with their car, okay? People are going to do what they want to do because of the insanity going inside of their head. But let me get to some stories. Headline, House Judiciary Chairman Nadler calls for DOJ to charge Kyle Rittenhouse. The chairman of the House Judiciary Committee, Jerry Nadler, uh, Democrat, uh, surprisingly from New York, uh, is urging the Department of Justice to charge Kyle Rittenhouse after he was found not guilty by Wisconsin jurors on Friday on all five counts in the deaths of two men during, listen, this is the part that's important, Black Lives Matter protests and riots in Kenosha in August 2020. They were not, I will repeat, they were not peaceful protests. It wasn't people out there with signs saying we're frustrated. Okay, you see that happen. We saw that uh, some years ago with Verizon. People were standing outside, uh, frustrated about their jobs. They were protesting essentially um, because whether they—I don't remember what it was exactly—they weren't getting paid enough or or whatever it was. But either way, it was peaceful. Nobody was breaking down buildings and burning and trash and stuff, bashing open windows, etc. You know, making fires in garbage cans and dumpsters, 
and trying to blow up gas stations. Uh, the list goes on, punching random people, destroying people's businesses. Okay, so all that to say, so this chairman wants to come after Kyle Rittenhouse. Now, I bring this story up because this is what he says. This heartbreaking, this is his quote, this heartbreaking verdict is a miscarriage of justice and sets a dangerous precedent which justifies federal review by DOJ. Justice cannot tolerate armed persons crossing state lines looking for trouble while people engage in First Amendment protected protest. Okay. First Amendment protected protest. Let me ask the question. Who was protecting the stinking city there in Kenosha? And talk about crossing state lines. Do you think that all the protesters that were there that were burning everything down and and terrorizing people's businesses and the people there were from that state? No. As we've seen many times, most of these people come from other places. They cross the borders of the states to protest. They're not defending anything. They're just bashing things and breaking things. And you're calling it their First Amendment right. And Congressional Black Caucus Chairwoman uh, Joyce Beatty, Democrat, of course, from Ohio, called the result unconscionable and called for criminal justice and gun reform. There it is. Gun reform. Remember, there were men there in Kenosha with weapons. Kyle, yes, happened to be one of them. But what did he do? Not just defend himself, but he was there to defend anybody else who was in harm's way. These people were there to cause chaos in something that they believe in which is not reality, which was <laughs> propagated and started by the left. And they condoned the behavior every time. Anybody on the Republican side or conservative side was bashed until they came out and apologized for something like some type of crime or any, anything that a white person has done or is doing. But these guys kept condoning behavior and they still do today. Obviously, as you see right here, Nothing about the actual protests and, and the, the crap hole that was created right there in Kenosha by these people. That's okay. Because it's just, guys, it's just the First Amendment right. They're allowed to do this. So they want to make it out to be him. And it could have been anybody else. Could have been anybody else. But she goes on to say, The ludicrous claim of self-defense is on par with the abhorrent behavior displayed by the prosecution and the judge. It is time for accountability. That's such a disgusting statement to me. It's time for accountability when this ridiculous administration has none. None. No accountability. Do and say what they want, whether it's a flat-out lie. And again, as we've mentioned here on the BMG Network, especially my colleague, uh, Adrian Ross, for the greater good, Fauci has lied. Biden just says whatever, but he's just going along to get along with his cohorts. Whatever they tell him to do, whatever's best for the greater good, whoever can get money in their own pockets around them so that they're okay, that they're safe, they can have walls, they can have security, but we can't, and we can't protect ourselves. That's what it's all coming to. They want to do away with the Second Amendment. That's what they have been getting to for a long time. And that is what is alarming. And just recently, there's a story out, and this comes from Fox News. It's Republicans warn ATF taking giant leap toward a federal firearm registry. Now, what does this really mean? What is wrong with this? 
Well, listen, the Biden administration is yet again ignoring the real threats against America and instead using political leverage. Go figure. They do that? Wow. Oh, my gosh. We didn't know that. To encroach on the constitutional rights of law-abiding citizens. And that's where the frustration comes in. Most people who carry a firearm talk about the firearms that they may have, maybe even make them, I don't know, are law-abiding citizens that are into the sport, they hunt, and yes, they like to have security in their house because you, you just you never know, obviously. And this story goes on to say, this proposed rule would be a giant leap toward a federal firearm registry which is explicitly banned by law, requiring federal firearm licensees to preserve records older than 20 years will enable the Biden administration to collect more information on law-abiding gun owners, all with the purpose of eventually having a registry of every gun owner in the United States. And the problem really is this. These plans for a national registry violate federal law. Bottom line. But again, it doesn't matter. Remember, when it came to COVID, they're not going to mandate the vaccine. Why would they do that? They don't have the right. They don't have the right to make people wear masks. They can only encourage. Yet somehow, with the power invested in them, they are doing just that now. Because they're not backing down from the 100 employee uh, thing with businesses. Even though OSHA came against it, they are still mandating it. But back to this whole Kyle Rittenhouse thing is, I want you to listen to this hypocrisy. Again, this article comes from Fox News now. It's not about Fox News. It's just the article itself. This is what the left is like. The headline, Rittenhouse posts from Virginia University slammed as politicized rhetoric. Now, a Virginia University's chemistry department suggested in a series of online posts that at least one critic is uh, deriding as inappropriate politicized uh, rhetoric. Now, listen to this. The communications on James Madison University's official Instagram account briefly included a so-called student takeover video in which a JMU student lamented the murdering of two beautiful black lives even though the jury agreed that Rittenhouse acted in self-defense and the two men he fatally shot were both white. Are people brainwashed? Anyway, so this is what they say. Reminder, it is hard to focus on science if you are worried you might be legally shot or run over at a protest. The JMU Department of Chemistry and Biochemistry tweeted on Saturday, the day after Rittenhouse's acquittal. The department continued, Referencing various shootings of black men and the Black Lives Matter movement has turned into rallying cries. It is hard, this is a quote, it is hard to focus on science if you are worried your loved ones might be killed getting Skittles or selling cigarettes or playing with a toy gun or sitting in their apartment or jogging or wearing a hoodie. Obliquely referencing the deaths of Eric Garner, uh, Tamir Rice, the the newest one, the, uh, uh, I don't know how to say his name, Amwad uh, Arbery and Trayvon Martin. They go on, it's hard to focus on science if you're worried you might be deported or if your human, your human rights depend on the outcome of an election. The fight for justice is a fight for science. Number one, these people, I'm telling you, when it comes to science, you don't know what you're, what you're saying. Why are you making this about science? These are just obvious common sense 
issues, everyday issues, that are becoming absolutely inflated with lies, and you're believing them. They're talking about a select few people because of their color that, that died, were killed. Number one, let me get to the, this point that everybody knows. If you don't, Kyle Rittenhouse did kill two people and they were white. This had nothing to do with color at all. But let me say again, this aspect, Antifa and the Black Lives Matter group and individuals and the group itself were also and do terrorize in a major way. Remember, cities were completely decimated by these types of people. And it's insane to me that they have this statement about, oh, you're afraid to go jogging or to get Skittles or what have you. Yet the people, the community that had businesses were outside of their broken down businesses now yelling at everybody saying, why would you do this to our business? Why would you do this to my business? And at the time, many people were saying things like, well, this is reparations and you know, you have insurance on your business. Yeah. For something, for a natural disaster, not for somebody coming in and looting, rioting, breaking and burning everything down. Do you know how much they don't understand, obviously, how insurance works. I don't know about you, but anytime anybody I know that's gotten in a car accident or something's happened to their house, their insurance, after they use it for something, goes up astronomically. It's just such a backwards thinking culture right now. And I said this, my, my title of the last podcast was Living in the Upside Down, something like that. And it really is like that. We're living upside down. Unless you're really looking at things objectively, And from actual principles, not ones that you're making up emotionally, you see it clearly. But for those who are wrapped up in emotion and feelings and have no real standard or principles, they're not standing on a solid foundation, it's harder for them to see it. And therefore, they make ridiculous statements like this one. So, Joe, the jury's verdict does not mean that they bought the Boy Scout image of Rittenhouse that the defense presented that he had just gone to this Black Lives Matter protest to render medical aid. What it means is that they weren't persuaded beyond a reasonable doubt. They weren't 95% certain that Mr. Rittenhouse was guilty, and so they had to acquit him. But the jurors live in Kenosha. I can't imagine they're happy about a reckless and dangerous 17-year-old patrolling their streets with a semi-assault weapon. And they may be concerned that their verdict will be interpreted as inviting other people to do that. And I think it's important to understand, and that's why I wrote the piece in today's Washington Post, that Mr. Rittenhouse won his case because he has the best defense that money can buy. Did you hear that in that piece? Now, that comes from MSNBC, and that is attorney Paul Butler. And obviously, he wrote a piece in the Washington Post. Did you hear that, though? Afraid of another Rittenhouse coming, someone like him, with an assault weapon. It's always about the assault weapon. Never mind the other weapons that were there with the protesters. Once again, if another Black Lives Matter movement happens and if there's a protest, we don't want people like him coming over. So let the people destroy the city and and nobody's going to do something about it. Where are the police in, in these moments? That's my question. They should be there and they should be allowed to do their job, which seems clear that they weren't. And here's a quote from uh, NBC's Maria uh, Shriver. She says this, 
I'm trying to take a beat to digest the Rittenhouse verdict. My son just asked me how it's possible that he didn't get charged for anything. How is that possible? I don't have an answer for him. The idea that someone could be out with a semi-automatic weapon, kill people, and walk is stunning. I look forward to hearing from the jury. This is a moment for them to explain how they came to their decision. Okay. Once again, I'm going to go back to this over and over again. Does not one person out there see the hypocrisy here? How many people have been seriously injured and or died in some of these protests with Antifa and Black Lives Matter? So you can burn a building down, you can destroy people's personal property, and you can walk because they're peacefully protesting. And that's just okay, I guess. Once again, I'll bring it right back around. This all comes down to this. They do not want us to have a second amendment. They don't want anybody out there protecting anybody else, especially with a firearm. They don't want you to get the impression that we're supposed to stick up for ourselves, stand up for ourselves. It's the government's job to make sure that we're okay. Let's look to them because in them is our hope. So they want you to feel. That's what they want. Let's just become robots. Just do what they say. And we can all live peacefully. As long as they get what they want. And make you out to be a bad guy. Because you do want to protect other people. And you want to uphold the Constitution. They want to make us feel horrible. For loving our country. And loving our Constitution. And honestly it comes down to this. Especially. Especially they're frustrated that we're absolutely in love with our God. Because guess what? At the end of the day, or at any moment of any day, you really can't come against the scripture. And, and guess what? You can't even do it scientifically. So these people who keep pushing like this university with the science, what are you, what are you talking about? You obviously don't understand science, but yet you teach it. And you have students who are ill-informed on anything politically and scientifically, and they're trying to put the two together and make statements such as two beautiful black lives when Rittenhouse didn't kill anybody of color. But the bottom line is this, we cannot allow these people to confuse us. Again, I said this a couple podcast back, they love it when the people that they are overseeing are confused and living in chaos so they can have control over us. But I'm going to leave you with this last clip uh, with David Webb, uh, with the uh, headline being this, Race Pimp, Biden's reaction to Rittenhouse verdict shows how he uses black community. Listen to this. Let's begin with the president. Here he is not apologizing. Listen. Stand by your past comments waiting him to white supremacy. Well, look, I stand by what the jury has concluded jury system works and you have to abide by it. David, what message does it send when the president of the United States allows the white supremacist falsehood to more or less remain the official White House position? Well, it says that Joe Biden is who he has been for the last five decades, Todd. This is a man who has played race. He has played not just the black community, but any community, any which way he needs for his benefit. Prior to that statement and in the official statement, when you look at it, what does he talk about? He says, 
people are angry and confused. He says, myself included. Then he talks about how he ran on bringing the country together, but he turns around and he actually, as you hear it there, he goes after the justice system. Both sides were heard fairly. The prosecutors presented their case, not very well. They were up against facts, not narrative. And as a result, Kyle Rittenhouse was found rightfully so by a jury, as our system works, innocent and all counts. But Biden needs to play the race game. Uh, you know, it's sad you have to say this about the president of the United States, but Biden has been a race pimp his entire political career, and he does it again, and he continues to do it. He launched his career with a lie about Trump in Charlottesville from Charlottesville. He continues this lie. Why? Because it serves his political purposes. And there you have it. And he says it he says it very well. And I'll leave you with that because I, I don't think anybody could say it any better. It is it is the truth. Okay, facts do matter, and we know that. And when facts are presented, what do you do? When you're backed into a corner and you want to have your way, you lie. And this is exactly what happens with the president and with this administration. And not just this administration. Listen, I'm, this happens to people everywhere. But the people that are running this country should not be doing so based upon their political gain, financial gain, and for their future, but for the country's future and in, in the best interest of the people in this country. The, no, the, do you hear me now? The people in this country, legally in this country. And for everybody else who wants to be in this country, great. Just do it legally. And that's a topic for another time. But listen, go to the bmgnetwork.com. Check out all the great podcasters right there on the network. The Adrian Ross Show, Set Apart with KC, The Pac-Man Show, and of course, this show. Really appreciate you tuning in. If you have not yet subscribed on Apple, iTunes, or whatever podcast platform you listen to, I ask you, urge you to do so. And also please rate and review. It helps me and the network out so much. If you've not yet put a review on our Facebook page on the BMG Network on Facebook, please do so. And again, go to the bmgnetwork.com. You can check out the comms there by the Pac-Man himself, which is entitled The Pack Perspective. And uh, by the way, I mentioned last time, and it is coming soon, we're in, we're in talk right now and make sure that our merch page is up so you can get uh, a BMG t-shirt and or a, uh, some, some merchandise of your favorite podcaster on this platform. Uh, so again, go to the bmgnetwork.com and be looking out for that. Uh, that should be coming in the, in the, in the um, coming weeks. And uh, when it does, please appreciate any type of support you give us. And again, if you'd like to support or sponsor any of the podcasters on this platform or the BMG Network itself, you can get a hold of us by emailing us at info at the bmgnetwork.com. That's info at the bmgnetwork.com. Or you can also email me directly, kburns at the bmgnetwork.com. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. You can leave your comments, questions for me on Facebook, or again, email me, kburns at the bmgnetwork.com. And until next time, guys, God bless you so much and abundantly. And I look forward to talking to you next time right here on the Ken Burns Show, only on the BMG Network. The Ken Burns Show was produced, edited, and recorded in the BMG Studio. Music by Kevin McLeod. For more episodes of The Ken Burns Show, go to the bmgnetwork.com or find The Ken Burns Show on Facebook. And please join us again as we bring you more dynamic content.